What's up, guys? Uh, this is Daniela Martina with Progressive Performance, and this is our pilot first episode of the podcast where we fumble through our words and hope that uh, this all works. But uh, the intent of this podcast is really to, through meaningful dialogue, um, educate and equip and approach um, training from the intellectual as well as the psychological as well as the hard science components with some intellectual honesty in a way that uh, facilitates growth for everyone involved. Um, we were going to use today is basically a way to just kind of get our voices out there and let you guys get to know the coaches a little bit. We're going to start with Bryce, who's kind of the brains behind the operation of P2. Um, Bryce, do you want to tell us a little bit about your specific vision for why you've created P2 to have the heart that it has? Uh, yeah, kind of like what we talked about right before we started on the call. Um, I think that there is a lot of intellectual dishonesty and there's a lot of bullshit in the fitness space. And that's something that I noticed like really early on whenever I started getting into my own journey of, of training and working out and bodybuilding and all that. Um, and then the more that I started coaching, the deeper that I looked into things, the deeper I dove, the more experience I started to get with said dishonesty and just really bad information that was being put out. And honestly, um, just a general lack of caring and a lack of attention to detail from the majority of coaches. So whenever I started doing this, especially whenever I started online coaching, um, part of what I really wanted to do was to go in a completely different direction. And I understood that it was going to be more time consuming. I understood that it was going to be a lot more effort on my end, but I also um, really never wanted to get like a stigma against myself or my brand or anything as someone who just puts out, you know, bullshit or someone who is, you know, giving cookie cutter programs or someone who is, you know, not providing correct information to the masses. I never wanted that. I wanted to be able to essentially provide everyone or as many people as possible with the best information that uh, I possibly could. Um, and even for the people that I wasn't directly coaching, I wanted them to be able to take something from what I was putting out you know, on podcasts or social media and in doing so, be able to coach themselves better or at least develop a better bullshit detector for if they are working with their own coaches. And I think that that's something that um, a lot of people, a lot of people need a lot more work on developing their own bullshit detectors. Difficult to do in the age of the internet and also social media where everybody has a voice and that voice isn't filtered. So that's something that I think that the company moving forward can really, we can really put our, our stamp on is providing really high quality, no bullshit information and also allowing anybody that comes to us to be their own coach if they decide to be. Like, I don't want a hundred thousand clients under progressive performance. I want a very a few select amount that we can all work with directly and give our undivided attention to. But I also want to be able to provide the extra 99,000 with the information that they can coach themselves with and, um, and make their own progress and obviously, you know, their own journey. I think what's really cool is, you know, from where I sit, it sounds like one of the big key words that you're operating off of is integrity. So much of what you do um, and what you want to put forth is based on the integrity to basically keep people in a position where they can win at whatever they were, they're doing. Yeah. And um, the more that I'm in this space, the more that you start to realize that's very rare. <laughs> yeah. um, eventually, almost everyone, quote unquote, sells out. Right. And I don't want to say sell out as 
as an all-encompassing term for wanting to be more successful or make more money because that's not what that means. You can be successful and make a lot of money while also maintaining your integrity. And I think that a lot of people get that confused. They think that the, they're mutually exclusive when they're not. And obviously I really am driven by success. And I think most people that I want to associate and surround myself with and everybody here is driven by success, not just ourselves, but also our clients. So that motivates us to work harder. But also I, I think it is important that that success doesn't corrupt you and doesn't force you into um, the lines of thinking and down those paths of just only focusing on your own personal successes or your own financial successes, which unfortunately, a lot of people that, whether they start in this industry or they convert over into this industry from something else like business, there's a lot of money to be made in the fitness space. And a lot of people identify that and they, they understand that. So there is a large um, opportunity for sharks to come in and prey on on people who don't have the bullshit detectors or they don't have the the education to be able to filter out who are people just trying to take their money and who are the people that are actually trying to help them i hope that anyone who like actually does listen to this really hears that your vision is more than just you know, it, it's not one dimensional. There's a lot of passion behind it. There's a lot of ambition behind it. And I think that's the kind of thing that it's an intangible that people have or they don't. And it's just part of the fabric of who you are. And as one of the coaches on, on the staff, I can tell you that that vision has very much become the fabric of the company, which has been amazing. I think one of the really key player that's been super instrumental for that is the first coach you really brought on board with Chris. And Chris, for those of you who don't know him, is incredibly gifted at seeing the long-term and also having a very short-term um, action plan where he's good at figuring out what the next step is. He's very, very talented at um, you know, seeing opportunities for growth, for improvement um, in, in, in many cases, whether it's business training, personal, any of that. Um, and I can very much see why he's been an incredible asset for P2. Chris, do you want to tell us a little bit about your vision for where you see P2 going and where you see this um, kind of hybrid of empowering education, no bullshit? Where do you see that going? Where's your role in that? Yeah, I, um, I mean, I think I have a unique perspective in the fact that I've known Bryson since we were kids, right? Like mm -hmm. years, you know? And so I remember when the guy was working for Dimes and just grinding away because he really cared about what he did. And me as a former collegiate athlete, I trained something in a way so different, right? And I didn't really know shit about shit for the most part. And getting to meet him and attaching myself and then, you know, fostering a relationship with him, there was just so much learned and gained on my part. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe it made us both better. And when I went my own way, went to medical sales, like I knew I always wanted to get to the space of kinesiology. I wanted to come back and use what I've gone to school for. And obviously staying in medical sales was one of those things that allowed me to kind of stay in that space. But while doing that, I got to kind of bird's eye view, see where Bryce was and continue to push and try to, to propel him externally to what I really believed he could accomplish, right? Because I knew that he was, when I spoke to him and I spoke to others, that it was just different, right? The way he spoke about his craft and what he did, it was just different. And I'm like, me not knowing much about much at that point in time was very easy to say, well, I want to align myself here mm -hmm. and I want to grow on that path and push towards that. And I always told him, I said, this is going to be big one day. You're going to need help. And when you need help, I want to be that help. 
because I don't want to be, I had trained in the past. I have had people come to me because like, I just looked like I knew what I was doing and I knew a little bit of something at that point in time. I had a degree and I had my own anecdotal knowledge, but you know, there was still so much more for me to learn and I wasn't really honing my craft. I was just like, all right, sure. Like for a couple of dollars, I'll show you how to do some things. Um, but you know, Bryce came and he was like, Hey dude, like it's, we're at that point. So maybe you can like balance both, you know, your current job and this. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that sounds like a good idea. I'll go home think about how I'm going to do that. And I think in a couple of days I said, I put my two weeks in. <laughs> um, so, um, I'm, I'm all in bro. Like, let's, let's do it. Um, because I just saw this company in a way like you, I think he mentioned, he didn't want to have a hundred thousand clients under the brand. And I want, I'm the same way. And the fact that like, I believe that the more you mass market, the more you mass produce inherently the product suffers. But I do want there to have been a hundred thousand P2 clients. They don't have to all be live clients, but I want them to have in some manner, whether it be a microcycle or engaging with a coach or engaging with the page have been bettered for having worked with us or the brand. Um, because I do believe there's a ton of offer. I mean, everything from the actual nuances of programming, which really most people don't give a fuck about, right? They just want to get big. They want to look better. So a lot of the shit that all of us know, no one cares. They, they, they care about how we can take it and conceptually apply it to what their goals are. Um, so the fact that we know that stuff is great because we can say, hey, we're backed with education. But the ability to take and enact it in a way that has integrity. I like the word integrous, but I'm pretty sure it's not a word. I, I tried to use that word before too, and I don't think it is. I think I, I really pulled like this it. up. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna it's like Latin or something. I want to say that as well, but yeah. it's not. Full of integrity. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in the way that it doesn't ever shift us to you know, a, a place where we care more about how many clients we have and less about what we actually do for them, right? These companies that are really, really big that put out these, they have a ton of power to do good, but inherently they shift towards the dollar. Um, as the bigger we get, the more successful we get, we have to think about the success of the company because we can help more people. And that's <laughs> also what I want to do. I want to leave a mark where someone goes, hey, I'm better because of P2. P2 taught me this. Chris taught me this. Bryce, Kelly, Danny, Ty, like they taught me this. Again, I hope anyone that's listening can hear like how much, that's sounding cheesy, like how much soul there is behind this team. You know, it's not just, we're not out here just trying to be another group of coaches. Um, and I think that Bryce's vision and Chris's ability to bolster and kind of see that vision longer has been really, really incredible. And I think one thing that really speaks for itself too is when you can bring on clients as coaches. Um, which is really what's happened with our third coach, uh, Kelly. Um, Kelly is a nurse. She has a, a pretty extensive medical background, but she's been a client of Bryce's for what, two, three years now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And she's come on as a coach and just to see how so many of our clients have been able to learn from her with regards to not only the training component, but just kind of general life. There's been a lot of mentoring that's gone on. Um, and she's kind of come on almost as like, almost like partial mom to a lot of our girls. Kelly, do you want to tell us a little bit about the transition from um, client to coach and maybe some of the obstacles that came with that or things that you've learned along the way? Yeah. Um, so like you mentioned, I've been a client of Bryce's going on three years, I think, coming up on the third year. Um, and I think during that time, um, like our client coach relationship obviously really evolved. Um, I 
am very much a student of a lot of things that I enjoy doing. Um, so I kind of like to know the why behind everything. So I think for the first like year, I probably asked one and a half million questions. Um, and I think Bryce probably took it as like I was questioning him <laughs> and my training and all that, but truly I was learning. Um, and I asked, I asked all the questions. I did a lot of education and research on my own. And then it was one of those things where I think people saw my passion and my success um, within the bodybuilding realm that I started to attract people. Um, I didn't even have to like try. I had a lot of people coming to me um, seeking advice or structure for their own journey. Um, and obviously I was very open with Bryce about that. And like, he kind of like helped mentor and guide me and coach me as a coach along the way without being an official coach on P2, um, to which I did. And then, um, when the time was right, I mean, he was sort of grooming me along the way and like, we were having conversations and things like that. And, um, there was like some warning shots out there. So, you know, I knew when it was coming and I was well warned and well-versed on it too. So as soon as I was able to make that transition, it was like very obvious for me. Um, I obviously transitioned out of being a full-time nurse to a full-time coach. Um, and that was a really cool transition as well. And what do I, what I explained to a lot of people is that Obviously, I love taking care of people. You could just look at it as a generalization. Um, I love taking care of people. I love getting to know their inner workings and seeing how I can best help them. But as a nurse, I was taking a very reactive approach. So people were already coming to me with medical conditions. They were sick. They had issues. So it was, it was very like much doing damage control. Um, on the coaching aspect of it, you could sort of view it, you know, obviously people have different goals and a lot of them are physique related with our more serious athletes, but everybody has like an inner working. They have, you know, specifics to them that they want to work on or better themselves. So now it's a more proactive approach in their health. So what kind of steps can we take together to sort of be proactive to prevent what I did on the reactive side, you know, being in the medical field. So it was a really cool transition. That's what I explained to a lot of people. And obviously I want to be more proactive. You know, I am every day in my own health. Um, similar to, I think all of us, you know, being high school, college athletes. Um, as soon as I realized, like probably in my mid twenties, um, like seven or eight years ago, uh, my knees and my ankles and my body was just different <laughs> than what it was in high school. So I was like playing soccer and like, oh my God, I was spraining my ankles and I hyperextended my knees and I was doing all these like obnoxious things. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. So that is what transitioned me into bodybuilding. Um, although it has its dangers, it felt more safe. Um, soccer and other sports, football, things like that are such high contact um, sports. So I transitioned into the realm of bodybuilding, um, taking it very seriously for the last like three years on and off for the last seven or eight. And, um, yeah, I think, I think that's about it. What did I miss? 
And I mean, it's, again, listening to you, mm-hmm. I had no had a chance to chat with you about this. So just being able to hear your thoughts on the proactive versus the reactive approach, it's really, really cool. And even just the way that you mentioned, you talk with some of your, your athletes and how team approach that is and like how much of an ally you are, I think is a really, really powerful thing that a lot of coaching companies really kind of miss the mark on. And just seeing from afar, how your clients respect you and how they've interacted with you. I think that the relationship that you form with them is a really, really powerful one. And again, I think something that we here at P2 do better than almost anywhere else. if not anywhere. Yeah, um, I do think I'm able to sort of have that like point of contact. Cause a lot of people, I think everybody, most of your clients, I'm sure have even said like, well, I, you know, I played this sport. I was very serious. Like there's almost like that bragging, like you know, I was really good college athlete. So I'm just like trying to transition. It's like, yeah, we all were, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> yeah. you know, we've all been there and like, I understand the transition. So I'm able to have that touch point with them. And then, um, I actually have even like several clients that have like really rare medical conditions or are on certain medications and things like that. And I'm very quick with that. So I'm like, Oh, okay. So you're taking this. So you take it in the morning and this is what we're looking out for. And um, it, the fact that I'm able to just like speak to that pretty quickly with my clients, they're like, Whoa, like, okay, she's more than just a coach. She has, they feel so sure that I have that medical background and that I'm able to fully, fully understand what they're going through, even though, you know, I've never had it myself, but I've taken care of people. I understand the medications. I understand side effects. I understand the ebbs and flows of different medical conditions that, so many people are going through because I lived and breathed that for like the last 10 years. So yeah, it's been, it's been cool. a blend of like the, um, you know, the, the science based with the relational base, more of like the biopsychosocial, you know, component of things, which I think again, is something that's really neat that we offer that is so, so special relative to what, um, you know, the market has. Um, and I think what's cool about this too, is you guys are obviously hearing Kelly's approach and she's, incredibly well-educated and um, we're very happy to have her. She's kind of a proxy of Bryce. And what's cool is that if you think about Bryce and Chris as kind of like these two cornerstones, we also have Ty, who was Chris's, is Chris's client. And I think what's been really cool about watching Ty is that, again, not only has she been able to learn from Chris, who's been learning from Bryce, but truly, I think more than almost anyone else on this team, one of the things that I love about her is how much she really leads by example with regards to her work ethic, um, you know, her coachability, which is hard for all of us. <laughs> um, and really like, to me, she's so much almost in the grind, um, with a lot of our athletes that there's, there's this kind of like, I'm in this with you approach that I think a lot of our people really, really appreciate. Ty, do you want to tell us a little bit about what it's been like kind of having the dual, like athlete as well as coach role and how that's been helpful or challenging? Um, yeah. Uh, so being Chris's client to start, um, and then transitioning in as a coach. Um, I definitely agree. It it really, I was going to say that feels like I am in this with them because I am, I am literally in the, in the trenches with them. Um, and I literally get tortured by Chris daily with them. (laughs) Um, but I think that really, if anything, it's only helped my client relationships because I really can see everything the same way that they do. I'm like, listen, you know, I've done the same shit. I know what it feels like. It sucks. Or this is, this is something that we need to do. And this is why, or X, Y, and Z, because like you said, I've experienced all of the same things that they have over the last, I don't freaking know, Chris year, almost a year, <laughs> however long it's been. I don't know. feels like forever. Um, 
(laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've been competing forever. So maybe that's why it feels like forever, but yeah, no, I totally agree. That's, it's been helpful more than anything. Um, I think that, yeah, I think that it's helpful. Because you've been competing a long time. I don't think people fully realize like how long you've been around. I went around and um, was trolling some Reddit forums actually. and was just like looking at like feedback for posing. And like, lo and behold, I see like Ty commenting on like women's <sighs> physique posing, right? Which like, if you guys don't know, very different from bikini, but Ty has been involved in this world for so, so long. What's been the biggest difference for you in, in having other coaching relationships versus what you've seen at P2 and what you hope to give your clients? Uh. Oh my God. I didn't know you saw, found my Reddit. (laughs) I was was Reddit famous on the bodybuilding subreddit for a little while. I was on the sidebar. I was on the sidebar and everything. Immediately. My username was Tai Tai Thunder. I'm still on there. Tai Tai Thunder. (laughs) So enjoy that. I'm contacting from my phone to Tai Tai Thunder, by the way. (laughs) Wait, just before we go on, Tyler, were you also on like bodybuilding.com forums? No, I actually never got into that hellhole. I only was in the Reddit hellhole. There oh, were very two very distinct like. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually was like on the forums on bodybuilding.com whenever I was in like high school. So I that was my first introduction to uh, a lot of this. <laughs> Yeah, if you go into the Reddit, the subreddit, I actually still get tagged in for like bikini feedback and stuff. People randomly comment or like, hey, Ty, come in here. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm here. I know. I feel like I we just learned a part about her. We had no idea about. Everyone now knows. So if anybody from the subreddit is listening, what up, guys? Bio. It needs to be in your bio. Red and famous. Oh. <laughs> um, what was it you asked, Danny? I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, oh, I was asking. So you've been around for like forever. Basically, it was the TLDR version of uh, Ty has a secret life on Reddit. <laughs> um, I think one of the things is like, what's been the biggest difference about working with P2 versus other coaches? And how does that translate to what do you want to give to your clients? Oh, Um, so the biggest difference, honestly, between working with P2 and working with other like coaches in the past were a lot of the times I got a, because I said, so answer for most of my coaches prior, not BA, I want to say that, (laughs) um, but literally every coach that I had between like 2013, 2012, 2013 and, um, 2019 or 2018 or whenever was just a, because I said so. Like I'd ask, okay, well, why am I doing this movement or why? Like I would ask questions, but I was literally met with a brick wall of just do it. So I kind of learned to just do it. And then when I got into college, I started doing my own research and I'm like, well, this is dumb. And then, (laughs) and then I found P2 and we, I've, I learned that questions are great (laughs) and that, um, I want to continue to have answers for my clients and continue just learning and being able to provide an answer when I'm asked a question as opposed to because I said so. And because I think that there's a lot of because I said so in the industry and it needs to stop. <laughs> um, I, I love that. Oh, oh God. Uh, I had a wrong button. We're still good. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think like, and I think what's so cool about that is again, like if we circle back to the very beginning of the episode where Bryce's, Bryce's huge vision is like, let's ask questions and have some answers. Like you're seeing now the trickle down effect of Bryce's vision coming down to so many of us, right? And I think that speaks volumes about um, really the heartbeat of P2 and where we hope to take not only this podcast, but a lot of the other content production that's coming in. So um, super, super, super cool just to see how that has manifested. Um, and that's been intentional throughout many small decisions that have created a brand that we hope between the five of us is going to uh, continue to up the, or uh, set the standard higher for what clients should expect from coaches and both the communication as well as the um, educational standpoint. Um, I think that about wraps us up. Bryce, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, Danny, um, I think it's your turn to answer a question. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same uh, thing. <laughs> so Danny, I'm actually curious about something that I would love your input on. So oh God. how has your past five years and everything you've been through, how has that influenced your coaching style now, but also your vision for what you want to accomplish personally and then also professionally and what you want your clients to accomplish? I think that's still evolving every day. Um, <clears throat> you know, I don't want to go on a, on a huge long tangent, but there have been some medical issues that have come up um, as well as some major injuries. And I think what's been really interesting is kind of marrying these separate roles of coach and and athlete um, and just recognizing that like I keep coming back to the phrase like you don't trust a cook who's never been in a kitchen right and for a while I saw these things every time I would get injured or things like that I would look at it as like a, a a weak point right like an Achilles heel if I you know I messed that up um, now in hindsight I'm like oh all those soft tissue injuries occurred because my body doesn't heal properly um, and Harry Selko actually one of my mentors at Elite FTS brought up a great point with me years ago. And it's only just now starting to sink in that like, you don't trust a mechanic who takes a perfect car and makes it just a little bit better. You really trust the mechanic who takes the most jacked up car and turns it into like being able to compete with a Ferrari. Um, and so it's been really neat for me, just having been in some pretty big lows, being able to use those to kind of circle back and take all of those, the, that like tripod brand coach athlete and therapist with the science background. And, um, let those blend in a way that I think very few people in the industry really have or can. Yeah, no, and, and I've known you for a long time, Danny. Like we've- Yeah, we've, we've been in the same circles for a long last time. <laughs> for a while. Um, so because I've been able to kind of follow along the whole time, you know, sometimes a little bit closer, sometimes a bit more from afar, but from those low points to now thriving, and being on a much more positive and upward tra trajectory is, um, it's really nice to see Danny. It's really oh, great. It feels good. You know, it's one of those things where I think it took, I really clung to fitness as a big part of my identity. There was this, this part of me that felt like I was working in a clinic that because so much of my time was clinical and I had this huge other part of my identity that was more athletic and performance oriented. There was always just this disjointed um, kind of role that I felt like I was in. And I think it took going through um, a lot of those things to stop feeling like I had to prove myself to anyone or prove anything to anyone really. Um, and just allow those those brains to fully merge. So it's cool. If I say something now, I, Danny and I spoke a little while ago. Um, and I, I appreciate it. So it's funny because you always see something in people that maybe they don't see in themselves, but 
Um, I think it's one of those things, and again, like I said, about getting into a tangent, I like to let other people know that they matter and that there's things that I see in them because I like, I think that people should always achieve their their best potential. I think Nelson Mandela said, you know, there's there's no pride in playing small. If you can be more, if you can accomplish more, you should. Um, there's, there's nothing to say like, okay, yeah, I'll just put this and I'm okay. I'm content with being less than. Um, <clears throat> and Danielle says it for me, actually. I don't know if she knows that, but it's like, you, you do that for me. And it's kind of funny because I remember, because Bryce is like, I know you for a long time. I'm like, yeah, I know, because we just talk about you all the time. Um, and it was cool. It was like, it's like this mythical unicorn, <laughs> Danny. And when you hear about like the child tribulation, the, thing, the things you've been through in your past, things you've accomplished now, and even like spearheading this, this podcast, it's just so very true to you and, and who you are and what the kind of mark you want to leave on the industry. And that just being, you know, that glowing beacon of, hey, I know what I want everyone to know, and it's things they should know because there's a lot of bullshit out there. And I want you guys to be able to see through it and sift through it for yourselves. And you want to be that that educator. You always say female voice, but like voice, just a nice, loud, true voice. Thank you. It means a lot. I mean, you guys have been huge in, in helping that vision kind of come to life. So we really appreciate um, It's really neat seeing how all of us as coaches, I think, bolster each other and um, truly, you know, Bryce a while ago posted a quote or talked to me, I can't remember which one, but, uh, you know, about wanting to surround yourself with people who make you reach higher. Right. And I think that every single person on this team encourages the other one to reach higher. And I think that's the big picture of our vision, not only for us as a group of people, but really, I think something that we would hope to uh, lateralize to other people that we touch as well. So I think that's where we're heading with this. Um, Bryce, is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Um, no. So I actually think that this is a really great place for us to start the podcast. I think it's a, it's starting it on a high note and it can only go down from here. So that's probably the best place. <laughs> so, um, so no, I, I'm actually really excited to, to do a podcast. Like you just get this thing up and running and continually try and add more to not just the industry, but also um, just to, to our lives. Because I know that at times us being coaches, things can be a little bit monotonous. <laughs> you know, as much as we do enjoy our jobs, they can be a little bit monotonous at times. So I am excited to be um, infected with a little bit of energy through this podcast. I think it's going to be fun for all of us. If anyone listening has anyone they'd like us to chat with, um, let us know. You can message either Bryce or myself and we'll get you cruising. 